In today's culture, you would never hear it said that masculinity is a gift to our families and society, but that's where our culture is absolutely wrong. And Bishop Andrew Cousins of the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis will share why it actually is a gift and what that means for our homes, the world, and the church. Your Excellency, thanks for being on the air with us this morning. I'm delighted to be with you. Thank you. Oh, good morning, Bishop Cousins. Father Kazel here. Good morning. Well, the topic of the day is the one that would be rejected in society today, Bishop, and the gift of masculinity. First off, what is masculinity? That's a really that's a great question for us all to ponder. You know, it begins really when we see in the scriptures that uh, man and woman are created complementary, which means they're distinct from each other. They're different. And they complete each other because each of them has different gifts. And so right there we see it's possible to contemplate what's different about a man than a woman, not just physically, but we know that our bodies and our souls are united and that even, for example, our emotions and our, our um, ways of approaching the world can be different in men and women because, because of this complementarity. And you see, it's the beauty of God's design, right? He wants all gifts to be brought to bear, especially for the gift of the family, so he makes us complementary. Mm. So when we, when we talk about masculinity, really, I think the best thing to do is to look at the example of our Lord and to say, well, he reveals to us what, what the perfect man is like. And uh, we see in him many incredible virtues that as men we want to imitate. So certainly we see the gift of courage, and we see the love of the truth. And we see that uh, men have certain capacities for um, ideas and for leadership that make them uh, especially suited to the role that they can have in the family and the role that they can have in the world. Well, very good, Bishop Cousins. Uh, uh, very good for sharing that clarity with us about masculinity. And uh, why do you suppose it is such a struggle for masculinity to be expressed in a, a good way, a healthy way in our society, in our time in particular? Yeah. I think it's because um, we live in a time um, where the family has broken down. Hmm. And that's happened for a lot of different reasons in our own society. Some of that I think we can attribute to the negative effects of the sexual revolution, you know, and the uh, divorce culture, which has become prominent in our culture. Um, I think that, uh, so in our culture, there's a lot of confusion about the family. And so then you get confusion about um, what does it mean to be a man or a woman, especially um, as we experience that in culture. I think what's beautiful is when you look at it right, you see the incredible gifts of both, that we're equal in dignity before God, but we all have different gifts. I love the story from G.K. Chesterton, and he wrote a book many years ago called What's Wrong with the World? And he said, you know, for decades, men have been trying to convince women that what they did in the world was really important. But we didn't actually think women would believe us. <laughs> he said, <Yeah. laughs> he said uh, what's really important, of course, in life is um, what happens in the home because that's where the next generation is formed. Yes. And so even though men and women, obviously today, often both work in various circumstances, um, what we're 
what's really important is what we do in raising the next generation. And here we see men and women have different gifts, you know. Men are very capable of specializing and ex- being experts in one thing and doing it really well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women are often much better at generalists. They can do lots of things at the same time. I remember this in my own family growing up, you know. If my dad was doing something, you had to really get his attention before you could tell him something, or he would not pay attention at all because he was so focused on what he was doing. Hmm. Where my mom was incapable of doing one thing at the same time. She was Mm -hmm. always cooking and um, doing some little project and carrying on a conversation with another person at the same time. (laughs) And uh, she couldn't just sit down and focus on the football game, you know? She liked to watch the football (laughs) game, but she couldn't just do one thing. Yeah, um, as a, as Dad would be saying, you know, quiet over there. Right, because <laughs> right. Dad, Dad's trying to focus. That's right. right. But these are, these are gifts, right? Because yes, they are. men actually have to specialize in various things, mm-hmm. and we don't, we want, uh, to, we need both the specialists and the generalists mm-hmm, to work mm-hmm. together, for example, in making a, making a family work. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And you think of the, you know, the attention to detail that women have, which men need or they miss it, the attention to people's emotions that women have if they miss it. But then you think of the man who's capable of actually setting aside emotion in very profound ways in order to do what's right. Mm-hmm. And you think of the man and his ability to focus on ideas and to strategize and, and um, how that's important. Now, of course, as soon as you talk about these differences, we can all think of women who are good at ideas and strategy and men who are good at relationships, but the generalizations still have value. Yes, they That's do. Right. Um, we are talking with Bishop Andrew Cousins of the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis. Uh, we're blessed to have him with us this morning. I'm Michael Goldsmith with Randall, Father Randall Kazel here at St. Michael's Church in beautiful downtown Pine Island, Minnesota. And it's so great that you have joined. And we're talking to, to Bishop about... Um, how masculinity needs to be a part of the family in our society when it's saying, you know, so much is yelling back at us and saying it, it, it isn't necessary. So, Bishop, when, once a man takes up his role as men and, and unlocks that gift of masculinity that they've been given, what can happen? Well, um, men are meant to give themselves away. So this is what we see with Jesus, right? Right. He, mm-hmm. he lays down his life, the good of, of us, to save us. <laughs> and this is the great gift that the man is called to give. And St. Paul says this in Ephesians 5 when he says, you know, just as the Lord gave himself for his church, men are called to lay down their lives for their wives and for their families. Mm, and yes. so what you, this ability to sacrifice my own good... For the good of the of the one I love, mm-hmm. the Lord and my family, and that's when real masculinity is revealed. When a man knows how to make a gift of himself and to sacrifice himself, and this is part of the great struggle in our culture. Is our culture tells men you'll become happy if you have all your wants satisfied? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that actually leads to laziness. This is you know this is the kind of crazy thing you know. There's no such thing as a lazy girl chair, but every house has a lazy boy chair. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, lazy man. That's what it's called. No, yes. man, no, no, no man would ever let a lazy girl chair into his house, but every woman seems to have accepted the lazy boy chair. Yes. Our culture tells people, satis- especially men, satisfy all your desires. Spend all the time you want mm. on sports and fishing, and none of those things are bad. Right. 
But, but actually, it's not the way to happiness. The way to happiness is to find how is God calling to make a gift of myself mm-hmm. for the sake of my vocation, whether that's as a priest, giving myself for the sake of, of my, the Church, or whether that's as a married man, giving myself for the sake of my family. And it's in that gift of self that men discover their happiness. Mm. Yeah. Great, Bishop Cousins. And, and in your experience in uh, proclaiming this aspect of the Gospel for the growth of masculinity and its expression uh, in households and marriages and in family life, what kinds of things have you encouraged men to undertake to embrace their duty in the household, their, their life in marriage, uh, their role in raising their children? What, what kinds of practical things have you encouraged men to be about? Well, I'm mainly convinced that every Christian, to be who they need to be, needs to be a person of prayer. So I'm always encouraging men to develop a prayer life, because we need to receive our identity from who we are before God, not from who the world tells me I am. Mm-hmm. It, St. John Paul II had this so right in his Theology of the Body when he said, the first relationship is our relationship with God, and I come to know who I am before God. Then he said, the second is my relationship with my wife for a married man, and I come to know who I am before her. And in those relationships, when I know who I am, so I'm rooted in prayer, I'm rooted in this deep, intimate relationship with my life, my wife, then I know how I'm called to make a gift of myself. And so this saves men from the false masculinity, which can lead to this kind of careerism or putting everything in being something in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Which is our tendency. We want to do something great, and so we end up doing it for ourselves, and we choose one of those false goods of power, success, or money, rather than the true good of laying down my life, my vocation. But when I'm rooted in my identity, then God shows me how He wants me to give myself and that become rooted in my identity through my relationships, my relationship with God and my relationship with my wife and my family. Yeah, yeah that's that's so beautiful, Bishop. And uh, we're talking with Bishop Cousins uh, from the Archdiocese of Minneapolis and St. Paul. And I'm Michael Goldsmith with Father Randall Kazel here at St. Michael's Church. And Bishop, what... Um, you have an event coming up, is that correct? That that you would uh, that you want people to attend here? Could you give us a little rundown on that? Yes, I'm speaking at Transfiguration Church here in a couple of weeks. Um, I think it's the 22nd of August. You know, unfortunately, I don't always have my schedule in my head, but <laughs> it's coming up here. There's a series called the Father Bear Lecture Series, uh, named after Father Bill Bear, uh, one of our great priests who died about a year and a half ago, and uh, it's a series on. Uh, true masculinity, and I'm talking about how to love like a man, which will be really learning how to make this gift of self. And I'll talk a lot about how actually that happens through our weakness, and the Lord, um, through our own weakness, allows us to come to true strength. So that's at uh, the University of St. Thomas on August 17th, and you can register at stthomas.edu and search for the Siena Symposium. Yes, I'm doing a talk there as well on a very similar topic. So the Siena Symposium is talking about the gift of masculinity. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, it's so great to be with you, Bishop. Are there any final thoughts that you would share with us before we have to uh, take yeah, a break here? I would, just, I would just say that um, the beauty of being a Christian man is as you live in relationship with God and you come to discover your own weakness and failure, you come to see how Christ really made you to be strong in Him. 
And uh, it's that long process of conversion that we're all seeking, where he shows us how we can make a gift of ourselves, not on our own and for our own good, but actually for him and in him. Yeah. yeah. Very good, Bishop Cousins. Well, thank you for taking the time to be with us. I uh, know you have a full day uh, serving our Lord yourself, and uh, we pray our listeners will continue to pray for you, and we'll pray for each other, uh, that our Lord right. may continue to bless our whole church with the growth of that masculinity that uh, is being sought yeah. and being expressed in, the, in our time, which I think is particularly unique. Yeah. Could you give us a final blessing before you go, Bishop? Sure, I'd be glad to. May the blessing of Almighty God, through the intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, descend upon you and remain with you forever, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 All right. Great. Thank you, Bishop Cousins. Blessings on your day. Yep. Bye-bye. And that was Bishop Cousins, and we are so thankful to to have him uh, with us this morning. And uh, uh, thank you for joining us and the goodness of the gift of masculinity. We look forward to having you back again real soon.